1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com Mike's on. He's ready to go on the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on.
0: All right, we come to you on this Friday evening, on this May 8th, uh, brought to you as always by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it, 48 degrees and raining, okay? 20, 20 million.5 jobs lost in April. We haven't had a sporting event in two months. I mean, is 2020 kidding or what? I mean, we had, we had enough? We, can we just say we give already? We Uncle, we, we give. It wins. Now let's move on to the next year. I mean, come on, please, move on to something. I mean, what what else is there? The weather stinks. I mean, do you, did you see, you know, we're, we're scheduled to play golf tomorrow morning. We always play Saturday mornings this time of year. You know, expect to play Saturday mornings this time of year, and luckily the golf course is at least open. Yes, you got to socially distance. Yes, no carts. Okay, which is probably better for everybody anyway. That you have to walk. No caddies. You have to carry your own bag. Okay, so you got to carry bag, um, and and I, I use the I carry five clubs when I play like this. I don't carry all clubs. Just carry five clubs and play. You know, I take a uh, two woods, a seven iron, a wedge, and my putter, and that's it. You know, maybe two wedges. That's it. So, um, but, I mean, what else is there? I mean, it's, it's, tomorrow is supposed to be, tomorrow morning when we get up, the wind chill is supposed to be 20 degrees. They said it may snow. There may actually may be snow flurries in Central Park tomorrow. I mean, it's Mother's Day Sunday. I, I mean, it, I, they got to be kidding. I mean, so, at some point, enough's enough. It's been a couple of months since we had a game. I mean, you know, what else is there? I mean, and we can't even get out there tomorrow and play golf. I mean, it's going it doesn't look like it anyway. I mean, maybe we'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be a miracle. But it sure doesn't look like it. 48 and raining right now. 24.5 million jobs lost in April as I look at the screen. So that, and coupled with the weather, coupled with what's going on in sports. I heard what the NBA said uh, and again it was what i reiterated reiterated with the show i did on radio.com just before and that is that the nba is tiptoeing to this open they want to they're ready to open up their camps slowly but they want to make sure in every one of these cities that they are not at the front of the line and in any way deemed as disrupting or hogging tests in any way. That the testing is clearly not an issue in their cities. That they want to be, cons- they want to be not only considerate, they want to be told, they want to confirm for them, hey, you can have as many tests you want. If they can't get that in a city, they're willing to wait. They don't want to hear what they heard early on, which was, oh, what is the NBA? Of course they get whatever they want. You know, and, I understand that it was only a couple places that were really you know, going after them. And here was one of the places, as a matter of fact, that I mean, with De Blasio it was going after them pretty hard. But they want to be very cautious here so that they look like they're standing in line and waiting their, term, their, their turn and doing it systematically rather than being the all-powerful you know, powerful sports team And click in their heels and get whatever they wanted. And if they could do that, they'd rather be back on their court playing regular basketball. So, I mean, it's not like they have that kind of power. So they are slowly trying to formulate a plan. They are slowly trying to put teams back on the courts to begin some workouts to then see how they can, through a highly involved and competent testing plan that they can get the job done in the cities that make up their landscape and begin to move in that direction. Baseball will start to formulate the same kind of plans. Again, testing becomes a very big part of that. And everything else will fall into place from there. But the governor today, Governor Cuomo, did not look like he had any interest in accelerating anything in the lower part of our state. Meaning New York, Long Island, Queens, anywhere down here. It was all, you know, New York's a very big state and upstate is a very different state than down here. Down here, parts of Jersey and Connecticut have much more to do with us than the upper parts of New York state though. New York's a very different state when you go north. And not just north, north and west. I mean, it's a very different state. So parts of it will open as it's allowed and as the data allows it to open. And then we'll just have to wait our, wait our turn down here and see how that plays out. And that's the problem that all these professional sports are going to have. This is not a national issue right now when it comes to getting back on the playing field or in the stadium. This is a region by region, city by city, municipality by municipality, town by town issue. Everybody's a little different. Everybody's in a little different shape. And you can also run into these surges or hotspots, which throw everything into craziness. So other than that, there's not much they can do. They're going to be very data-dependent. They're going to wait their turn and hope that they can get things back in the right direction. I mean, clearly, you get the idea the players, for the most part, want to play. If they feel safe, you get the idea that the networks clearly are just, you know, dying to get some sports on the air. I mean, you know, you see with the limited stuff that anybody, you know, is putting forward, you know, and, and, you know, we in the last two years have been just overrun with all these gambling companies that, you know, whether it's DraftKings or any of the others, you know, FanDuel, Go Down the Line, you know, all the different ones. I'm not going to name all of them. There's a million of them, but you know the point. And now those have been completely like everything else, but completely shut down. They haven't had anything to wager on. So they'll take anything they can get their hands on to get a wager on. They'll give you anything, anywhere, anytime to get your hands on. Just get some action back in the game. That's what they're trying to do in the worst way. It's just find anything they can latch on to. Looks like you might have racing at Belmont at the end of the month. May 29th has been mentioned. That would be without fans. I don't know about Saratoga yet. We do know there's no fans. We don't know if it will open at all. We do not know that yet. There's been no word either way yet. We know there's no fans. We know there's no sales. So two out of three is already out. So there's three levers to fall. The first two have already fallen. The first one was sales gone. And that first week in April when the sales start is an enormous part of the whole image and personality of Saratoga because they come from everywhere to buy these horses. They come from Japan. They come from the Middle East. They come from England. They come from Ireland. They come from everywhere come from every nook and cranny of our country, especially California, Florida, Kentucky. I mean, they come from everywhere. And they come and they spend money in all the Saratoga restaurants and uh, have a good time, and they also buy a lot of horse flesh. And right now, that's not happening. So that changes the first week in, in August enormously. Then... The people who go for a weekend, who go for a day, who go for weeks are going to be finding something else to do this summer because it will not be open. And that changes all... I mean, you're talking about a place that is one of the really top summer destinations in the United States. That's how big it is. Saratoga is... Uh, it's just about as big as it gets for a summer destination, and that will be completely different this year it 's the way it goes i mean there 's going to be a lot of that going around, even as these as we start to slowly See a couple of things. Vegas is starting to move. It's starting to move into an opening inertia. Apple's starting to open a couple of stores in a couple of places. So there's a little bit of movement now, a little bit of thaw going on in areas where it's feasible. And I think we're going to have to get used to that slow pace and take everything one little spot at a time. That doesn't seem like it's going to happen any other way. And in the meantime, the numbers are just staggering. All right, we're back as we head towards six thirty. We'll be with you Sunday, uh, Sunday evening. We'll be uh, Sunday morning, I should say. We'll be back nine o'clock, uh, doing the show from nine until one on uh, Sunday. So we will uh, see you Mother's Day morning uh, for another program. Again, the weather should be a little better that day. Tomorrow it looks like it could be a uh, rough one. You never know. Hey. Hope oh, springs eternal. Low. The forecast is not great. When I look at it right now, it looks like it's going to be 37 degrees tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. with heavy winds. So that could take the wind chill down in the high 20s, which is a, a little much for golf. Just a, a wee bit, you know, for golf. I mean, I don't mind, but 30s pushing it. 30, 30, 39 and windy. I'm going to 39 and windy, and you know. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a couple of days. I mean, that, that's, that, that's, that's about as bad as it gets. And it's supposed to be very, very windy tomorrow. Very, very, very windy. So, again, I'll have to wait. Golf will be back soon, though. You know, they're going to try and play. First, you're going to have that Brady, Tiger, Phil, Brady, Peyton thing, if that interests you, which I don't I, don't I mean, the best thing about it is they're putting up money. And then people can put up money, so they are going to raise a lot of money. Their goal, I think, is to raise at least $10 million, which is a very nice gesture. So nothing wrong with that. I just don't know if anyone's going to be that excited about 18 holes of their golf. They weren't excited when Tiger and Phil went the first time. Now you're sprinkling a couple of quarterbacks in. Uh, We'll see. But, you know, nine holes of, you know, two different kinds of action. But still... I don't know how much attention it will get. we will be very interesting to see. I think it'll do a little better than it did last time because you're throwing Brady and uh, Peyton into the mix. Um, I don't know which one's the better golfer. I have no idea. Um, right now, Tiger and Phil are, you know, i listen, I'd say they're on pretty much par. I mean, Phil won last time, but I mean, Tiger's probably the, still a the more consistent player. Neither one of them is at the same level they were. As far as the other two, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't know which one's a better player. I really don't. I've never, uh, I've never even seen either one of them swing a the golf club, so I can't tell you which one's better. It, it, quarterbacks are usually pretty good players, though, for the most part. You know, Not as good as hockey players, but pretty good players. Uh, I mean, Elway was very good. Marino was good. The best of the golfers, when we used to see the golfers, the guy who was the best golfer in that group, when we used to do the Cadillac thing and everything else, the best guy was Al Del Greco. Remember the old kicker? He, he was on. He, Rick Roden was good too. Uh, but Al Del Greco, Pierre LaRouche was very good too. Played with him a couple of times. He was very good. But uh, Al Del Greco was excellent. I'll tell you who was a very good golfer in his prime when he still played seriously. Phil Sims was very good. Very, very good. But Al Del Greco was a guy who won that thing probably, man, at least th- two or three times he won the tournament. He was a very, very good player. Very good short game. Hirsch and Valley Stream. What's up, Hirsch? How you
1: doing, pal? How are you? What's happening? Um, Rick Roden played on the senior tour, by the way. Yeah, Rick
0: Roden was a good player. I saw Rick Roden play. And Alder Greco-, Greco was very good also. I, ha- I haven't I haven't seen Peyton or uh, Tom Brady play golf. Yeah,
1: and I won't either this time. But, right. Um, before I ask you my, uh, my Saratoga question, I'll say that, I've spent time in Saratoga every summer since the early '90s, as you have, and, and, and probably longer. Um, and, I, and I'm not going to stop now. I'll be up there, even if there's not racing live for fans. I'll still be there. Um, what I'll tell you. Is what
0: are you going to do all day?
1: Well, I mean, there's stuff to do. Saratoga won't. Be yeah, close.
0: listen. I mean, listen. I know. I know. Sar- yeah. Sar- I, I've been Saratoga has been part of my life for 40 years. Okay, I know yeah, Saratoga yeah. inside. Yeah. I know it inside and out. I know every inch of it. Me too. Uh, but I would not go there if I, if if they don't have racing, I will not go. So well, so because I I I rent a place though. I'm not going to go rent a place to go there. I mean I'm, I mean I'm not going to go there for a weekend. Uh, and I if I was going there, I'd be renting a place, and I'm not going to rent a place if there's no, if there's no racing. I mean we not and, and you're not going to be able to go see the horses race. You're not going to be allowed. If they race, you're not going to be able to like sneak in and see them. It's not going to be allowed. You know, so hey, listen, that's okay. I mean, listen, if you can find, you can go up to Lake George. That's fine. That's beautiful up there. Is Hearst gone? I guess he is. Uh, but hey, listen, I'm not telling anybody not to go up there. So if you've never been there, it's a great town. You got great restaurants. You can walk around the town. You got the harness track at night, which has that the gambling uh, place hooked up to it now. You know where they built the gambling place. There's a hotel there too. Uh, Lake George is. 40 miles away, you know, maybe 35, 40, whatever it is. It's, it's a, it's a it's an, less than an hour car ride to get to Lake George. Uh, and Lake George is beautiful. I mean, it's crowded, Lake George, but it's beautiful. It really is. Um, I went up to Lake George last summer. I took my daughter up to Lake George for a day. We went to, got a boat, went out on the water and everything. So, uh, but uh, if there's no racing, I'm not going to go. I'm not. I'll wait till next year. It's kind of sad. It really is. If the sales were there, I might even go up for the sales, but they're not having the sales this year. Wilson in Roxbury, what's up, Wilson?
1: You and your family are, are safe and doing okay?
0: Thank you, Wilson. Yes, yeah, so you too. And
1: hey, Mikey, listen, so uh, my Giants, uh, they're predicting uh, six wins. They're going to win six games, so I'm jumping on the over on that. I mean, Pat Sherman lost three games by himself last year. I'm
0: worried about—obviously, uh, you're worried about the defense a lot. But uh, what I don't like about this, Wilson, well, is— only,
1: can, their defense can only go up from last Right. Year.
0: I so. agree. But here's what I don't like. I don't like—I like teams that if I'm looking for a team to overachieve— I like them to get off to fast starts, not slow starts. And this schedule oh, yeah, is, is not conducive to a fast start. Uh, they have Pitt at Chicago, San Francisco at the Rams, at Cowboys. They could be 1-4. and four. They could be 0-5. Wow.
1: You think, huh? I,
0: well, I think listen, I... they're underdog in all five games. They're not on the they're not on the level with San Francisco or the Rams or the Cowboys. They could beat the Bears, but you know what? If the Bears get any play out of the quarterback position with their defense, they're going to be better than the Giants. And then you got the Steelers with with Roethlisberger coming back in Game One.
1: I'm just thinking that the laws of average are that eventually, you know, eventually they have to beat the, they have to beat the Cowboys and the Eagles. They they had them beat last year. So I'm just saying that, like the defense can only go up, right? And um, and uh, and I think that the team overall is an improved team, and they won four games last year, right? I mean, so I'm just saying that.
0: So you're thinking six now? Here, here's the thing, late. I think the schedule late's okay. I mean, you got you have a stretch there where you play Cincinnati, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland. I mean, you know, you got Washington twice; those are winnable games. Uh, close Baltimore Dallas, which is no fun uh, because Baltimore is going to be a really good team and, and, and the Cowboys. Um, the way I look at it is they're going to go two and four in the division. That's how I see it. I think they're two and four in the division out of the six games. And then I look at it, and there's a lot of games there that I don't love early. And that's the pro- Thanks for the call, but that's the problem for me. I think if they're in a hole one and four, You're asking them to come together as a team after a bad start. I like teams that I think are going to overachieve. If I got a team, if I'm going to pick an over with a team that's six, I think Wilson's right. I think the giant number is six. I'm thinking, all right, eight and eight I got to figure is what they're going to go. If they're not going eight and eight, I'm not betting on them at six. So eight and eight. I look at that schedule, Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger Monday night at Chicago. San Francisco, which is one of the two best teams in the league, at the Rams, at the Cowboys, they could play well and be one and four. One and four, I don't like my chances of going eight and eight if I'm one and four. So I worry about that. Uh, The early schedule, if they had a schedule where they could go four and one and they loaded up all those big games late, I would run with it because I think then you overachieve. If you can get out fast, you'll play two games better than you would, if you get out slow, you'll play two games less because teams will break apart. They get selfish. They get stupid. Teams break apart when they don't have fast starts. I always worry about teams that are not good teams, that are trying to overachieve. I worry about them getting out fast. I think it's imperative that they surprise early. Let me get this last call in. Robert Newcanon. Go ahead, Robert. Mike, how are you
1: doing today? Good. What's happening? Um, good, listen, uh, glad to hear you guys are doing well, the whole family and everything. Yeah, thank you, thank um, you. I, I got to give you a thank you for one thing, and then just the way sports has gotten so weird, I just wanted to share this with you. First off, thank you so much for turning me on to Ozark. Thank
0: oh, oh and, that was good, that was really good, yes. Uh, very well written, very well written.
1: I'm not. I'm not quite done with season three, and this will come back to the rest of this little... Heck
0: season. of a finish, heck of a finish.
1: Okay, so when I called you, I've been calling you for what, 30 years? Mm-hmm. When I called you at the turn of the century, I asked you if Mickey was going to lose to a horse or an animal, did they pick the right one?
0: You lost me. So you don't
1: remember it? In the Sports Century Top 100 Athletes.
0: Oh! I called oh, one uh, day
1: and said if Mickey was going to lose by five spots to a horse. And,
0: and, 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 right and, it's, and Secretary finished in front of him by that many?
1: And you said without a doubt.
0: Yeah, listen, I don't believe the horse should be in there, okay, number one. Th- and thanks for the call, Robert. I hope you're well. I don't think the horse should be in on the list. But if you're going to go by performance, Secretary's performance was unbelievable. His performance, his career, I mean, you're talking about a horse that was a ch- the two-year-old champion, the three-year-old champion, and in the Triple Crown races, where the idea is to win the Triple Crown, he set the track record at the and the stake record and the track record at the Kentucky Derby, set the track record and the, and the stake record at the Preakness, and set the world record at the Belmont. That's it. I mean, and won the Belmont Stakes by 31 lengths, which means any horse that ever looked through a bridle that raced against him in the Belmont is at least 10 lengths behind him. The second fastest winner ever was Easy Goer. He ran 10 lengths in time behind Secretariat. So think about it. The second best performance is 10 lengths behind him. That's dominance. Casamigos Tequila, as always... Uh, brings you the program brought to you by those who drink it. Have a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. We'll see you Sunday morning at 9. And happy Mother's Day to everybody out there.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch